Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Count It All Joy. For today's episode, um, I thought I would briefly touch on the topic of um, shepherding. And the reason why that's important for me is because um, in my life I've had a few... What's the word? Um, I've had interesting shepherds in my life. Um, so, and I never, you know, realised um, until today that parents are also shepherds. Um, so, primarily, you know, if you're familiar with your Bible, you will know that um, a shepherd is um, someone who has a responsibility for leading God's people. So in the scriptures, we see that Jesus is referred to as, you know, a shepherd. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Um, And also other passages in the New Testament highlight the fact that, um, you know, pastors have that role to shepherd um, God's people. And they will have to give an account for how they have, you know, undertaken that task. Um, but equally, parents have a responsibility for shepherding their children. And whilst I am no longer a child, I will be honest, I still have um, childlike tendencies um, because in a way, I feel as though I was robbed of my childhood. Um, and, you know, overall, I've had great parents. I mean, my parents have done the best that you know they could but when I look back on my life um, I can see that there are many uh, that there were many many instances um, that literally shaped how I saw the world and how I thought you know you should respond um, in certain situations that I've now realized just you know doesn't align with the word of God so um I've literally got this cute little book um, called Touch Points for Women. And it is, it was a book that was given to me, um, I think shortly after my baptism in 2014. <laughs> and because of all the difficult um, trials and tribulations that I've been going through, I'll be honest, I didn't even get the opportunity to read it at the time. Um, but as they say, he always end up reading what you need when the time comes so it's a cute little book that has you know various topics um and appropriate scriptures to suit that topic um and you know today i've come across parenting and there's a particular section where it says um what kind of relationship does god want between parents and children and the Bible verse that's highlighted is Proverbs 22 verse 6, which says, which reads, direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. So parents are God's shepherds for their children, commissioned to, to guide them, nurture them, care for them, clothe them, feed them, and help them come to know the Lord. Um, And there's another section which says, how can I most effectively teach my child about God and his ways? Um, 
and this is you know the answer to this question as a parent you have the remarkable privilege of living role modeling what you want your children to learn sharing god's truth with them guiding them in the right way to go and then watching with joy as your work continues in future generations um and the reason why this particular section um out to me is simply because when I look back on my own life I've realized that a lot of the sinful habits um, that I picked up and found hard to break came from my mum and this is no shade to my mum I mean she's an amazing mother Um, you know as long as I can remember growing up she was always working Um, so she's always had a a desire to work and provide for our family but um, what she didn't do which has affected me is um, you know she failed to teach me the word of the Lord so even though I'd be dragged to church I wouldn't always know how to interpret it and she wouldn't read the Bible for herself either um so that affected me greatly and it wasn't until after I had a car accident and I spent time reading the word of God did I know the correct way to behave so my mum has always struggled with anger um, and I believe it's because of you know childhood trauma and it's in relation to her own upbringing Um, like she had a very strict mother um, and also um, you know her own mother my grandmother ended up you know being diagnosed with Alzheimer's um, and that was a very difficult time for our family too but um, instead of receiving counselling for the things that she went through she just always buried it inside and put on a tough face um, to people and the reason why that hasn't been healthy is simply because obviously people don't see her but behind the door like behind closed doors she'll release her anger out a lot on let's say me for example um or my younger brother and we've had to carry that all our life um and in particular me i've had to carry it um more than anyone because you know i'm the only girl um and it has been difficult for me because sometimes when i'll say no i don't feel like doing something it will always result in an argument and even now at the age of 30 that kind of dynamic still goes on where at times when I would say look I don't feel led to do something there's always a conflict and she just we just can't always see eye to eye and I've realized that I just need to forgive her because it is a sad situation sometimes when people refuse to acknowledge that they need help Um, I'm someone who have always been vocal about my struggles Um, so if I'm battling with anxiety or depression or feeling weak I'll be honest and say look I'm feeling weak today and I don't have the strength to do something I'll communicate that Um, but unfortunately my mother hasn't always had that um, that desire to be transparent and open with her weaknesses Um, and when I previously attended a Baptist church Um, and I was a member of this particular Baptist church for four years Um, during that time I had a 
a pastor who, according to the word of God, was meant to be a shepherd to care for my soul. And I found he was very bossy, very controlling, very, you know, um, manipulative. (laughs) I'm sorry to say that, you know, without being disrespectful to him. Um, He clearly had a wound as well, you know, a, a, a wound from his parents, which clearly affected the way he saw God and the way he led um, his ministry was very controlling. He was not approachable. You couldn't ask him anything in terms of, you know, about his testimony, how he came to know Christ. None of that would ever come up in the temple. The same sermons would always be preached. Oh, you know, if you don't receive Christ, you're going to hell. And there was no... It's like there was no room for correction, no room for growth, nothing. It was like he felt as though he had the final say at all times. And he would always act as though he was the head of the head of the church instead of Christ. Um, and I've just realised that it's important whenever you see these controlling, manipulative spirits to, um, as Robert Morris said in a recent sermon, be gracious with the person, but firm with the spirit. So um, I've acknowledged that, you know, we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And as a result, whatever spirit has been operating in our bloodline will obviously try to show up in our lives. And, you know, the enemy's always on the prowl. So it's so important that we resist him and, you know, don't assist him. <laughs> um, and so I'm just really spending my days now just trying to meditate on what the fruits of the spirit are. Um you know, how I can cultivate them in my life, um, because gentleness is a fruit of the spirit, um, as is love, and joy, and peace, and kindness, and goodness, and whenever I read the fruits of the spirit, I always think of Miss Honey from, uh, Matilda, <laughs> uh, because she's my favorite, um, one of my favorite actresses, um, the, you know, the actress who plays Miss Honey, and I just think she was so warm and so kind and so loving and so gracious. And, you know, if even if we look back at Matilda, if, you, if anyone's watched Matilda, I mean, if you haven't, you need to watch it. But in that film, I love the way that Miss Tilda was so kind because her kindness, um, you know, caused Matilda to want to leave her parents to go and live with her. Um, and also, you know, Miss Honey... She was so warm, so loving, that she um, was able to become the headmistress of, of, of the school, you know. And so all the kids wanted to stay with her. And so I, I've always realized that as a Christian, <clears throat> if we call ourselves Christians, um, how we live um, represents the one we serve. So if I say I'm a believer in Christ and I'm cold and I'm callous and I'm you know, indifferent to the sufferings of others, I don't know how I can call myself a Christian, because that is the opposite, you know, but Jesus was just the definition of kind, so, you know, I don't want to ramble on too much today, but I just really want to encourage you all to just don't be afraid to confront any any manipulative spirits that are operating in your life, Um, as I'm on a journey with God, um, and I'm trying to 
confront these demonic spirits in a gracious way without causing offence to any of um, the people in my life that I dearly love. So Father God, I thank you for today. And I pray, Father, that in your mercy, you would help me and everyone listening um, to become spiritually mature. May you help us, Father God, to have all the fruits of the Spirit in our lives um, watered. And may you bring us to full maturity in Christ. And Father God, I pray <clears throat> that you would send us um, genuine believers who want to grow um, spiritually and who have a desire for you, Lord. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to continue this race which is very weary and difficult at times and may you bless us with your peace i ask this father god in the name of jesus amen so i pray that you're encouraged by today's podcast i pray it wasn't too long (laughs) and i just yeah i pray that god will help me um to be more like him and that he would help you too all right love you guys speak soon bye Thank you.